up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. And welcome back after quite a summer hiatus to a new episode of Drafts on Drafts. I haven't drank since the last Drafts on Drafts. (laughs) Wow, that is definitely a lie, everyone. It is. It is. (laughs) Definitely a lie. But boy, are we excited to be back on the air this week in general. And as we all know, this is one of my favorite episodes that we do because we crack open a beer and Kate and I talk some sort of nonsense that hopefully brings you some joy about sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I gotta know, Michelle, as this is, if you listen to our Monday episode, uh, not you, well, the audience. If, I did. I listened. I always listen. I listen to everything. Um, I'm very vain. But if you listen to Monday's episode, uh, it's our first, our it's first our first week, week back, back in yeah. almost a month. So, uh, I gotta know, for kicking things off and getting into football season all over again, um, what is it that you're drinking for our first drafts on drafts after a long draft hiatus? Okay, so today uh, I have a beer that is a dry hoppy pilsner. Okay, and you've got it in like one of those really cool Yeti containers that yes, keep it cold. Because so cool. in New York it is 90 degrees. Beer it is. Beers will not stay cold. Hence why I have it in one of true. these guys. So very true. Um, peak. Uh, sorry, it's a dry hoppy pilsner called Peak. It's an organic brewing company, locally sourced, bright, juicy hop certified organic. Um, it's very tasty. And I'm trying to see. Oh, uh, Portland, Maine is where it comes from. Really? Yes, indeed. And it's going right back in my little Yeti container. So it stays nice and cold. Yeah, keep it away from this 97 degree heat today on a Wednesday. Uh-huh. Uh, exactly, yeah, exactly. Keep it away from that shit. All right, what, um, do you, what do you got over there? I also am having an IPA, shocking no one. I'm not um, having an IPA, I'm having a Pilsner. Oh, I, was, I just associate peak with IPAs, actually. No, this is a Pilsner, and that's why it makes me laugh, because I'm like, I wonder if Kate's still on her IPA bullshit, even though it's 90 degrees. I'm always on my IPA bullshit. Are you kidding me? Same bullshit, different weather. Like, it will never change. Exactly. exactly. I am the same bitch that you know. Just sweatier and drinking IPA. That's right. Just sweating IPAs out of my veins. Um, Today, what's coming out of my skin is a logical conclusion IPA. Oh, I've had this on the show before. That's a good Mm -hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's like I would equate the logical conclusion by Three's Brewing in Brooklyn. Um, it's about I'd say it's like a twenty minute walk from me, and uh, it's old reliable. You know, right. like this is the IPA I go to. It's a little bit boozy. I think it's like seven percent. It's it, not girl. crazy, but I'm ready to have a good time. Get it, is girl. What I'm saying you're damn right. We've been off the air and apparently off alcohol for the last month, but that seems like. One of those two things is a lie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say one truth and one lie there, but in any case. One truth, one lie. All right, so we've taken a little summer break, but Drafts on Drafts is back. The good news, well, that is really good news, but in addition to that good news of Drafts on Drafts being back, I can proudly say that every Drafts on Drafts episode that we have from now till football season will be about football. Let's fucking go. Like, like we're I, in. I, we're I, in. I can't say we spent, enough good things. W- look, we spent the off season talking about all sorts of different things. Mascots, golf etiquette, 
you name it. We covered it and we had a blast doing it. But when push comes to shove, it is the end of July, which means fantasy is around the corner. Preseason football is around the corner and it's time to only talk about football, which frankly is how this whole show first started. So I'm very excited about it. There is nothing that I would like to do in the month of August into the rest of the back half of the year other than talk about football. I mean, there's nothing else I want to do. It's our bread and butter. We're back. We definitely love giving other information and insights on sports, but football is our bread and butter. We took some time off and now I'm ready to talk about it every week from here on out. So I think that today's episode, which is, if you didn't read the name of the episode you're listening to. Um, Today is like a little bit of a primer. It's a little bit of a fun one. We've been talking about doing this episode for a while, Michelle, just because we think it's cool. Um, And we wanted to understand, like, as we're going into NFL season, what do these NFL team names mean? What's the origin story? What are the cool ones? So I know that we went through all 32 teams in the league, and you and I both picked out Three teams that we thought were particularly cool. Um, so here's my question to you. Hit me. Do you want to start and go tit for tat, just going back and forth between different team names and yeah. how they became yeah. the teams that they are? Yeah, let's do, let's do that. Uh, I, I mean, it's the, the thing about team names is always so funny. I think we've done some other episodes where we picked apart some some team names as well. But, you know, some of them seem so obvious. You're like, oh, yeah, duh, of course they're that's what they're called. But yeah. I never have really looked back to, like, the inception of some of the team names. So we thought it would be fun. It's, as Kate said, it's a it's a primer to get into all things football in the upcoming season. But you know what? You should know where your favorite team names came from. Yeah, gotta know. And uh, we'll, we'll probably post some more about this. But um, all 32 teams have really interesting origin stories. This is only scratching the surface. Um, but I am curious, Michelle, uh, which team... Of all the 32 teams in the league, which team did you feel like was the most interesting? Which one do you want to start talking about? So I'm going to go a little out of order from how I had originally prepped this because I wanted to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals because I feel like that Very is... on brand. I, well, first of all, love Joy B. We know that. Get ready for the season. But other than loving Joey B., to me, like the Cincinnati Bengals literally makes no sense. As I was saying before, there are certain team names that just exist in sports that you're like, oh yeah, duh, of course that's their team name because that's the local this or that's how this came about. Like, uh-huh. But the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm yeah. like, huh? The Bengals? In Cincinnati? I don't understand. So this one I thought was really interesting. Um, and so this is what we found out. The team founder, Paul Brown... Um, co-founded Cleveland's NFL franchise and picked Bengals in homage to a previous pro football team um, that had the same name. Literally has nothing to do with Cincinnati, like, at all. Like, Paul just was like, oh, well, I'm going to take it from someone else that actually had this name. Um, it said so that... This, was, this guy, Paul Brown, was like a franchiser of NFL franchises, and he founded the Cleveland Browns after himself and then went to I mean I think Cleveland and Cincinnati are what like a 
three-hour drive from one another. He I mean, yeah. He drove over there and was like, all right, well, now let's move on to Cincinnati. And, and what do we do now? I only have one last name. I uh, see <laughs> the Browns that's I already mean, in Cleveland. It's kind of crazy, right? So, like, they went for the same name uh, and, and looked at, like, the, the other team, the other pro team's media guide and sort of just took everything from there. It said that fans submitted some other suggestions, including – uh, the Buckeyes, but that was rejected because of its usage for Ohio State, the college team. So the Bengals um, originally joined the AFL, but were merged into the NFL uh, when the two leagues combined in 1970. So to your point, there was already something happening over there ah. in Ohio. Uh, and so they, they couldn't go with the Browns. He basically looked at another pro football team and took that name. And uh, yeah, it's funny to see that uh, fans submitted uh, Buckeyes as a as a suggestion, seeing as though the Ohio State team already existed in that state. So I don't think the, those fans really understood the uh, assignment there. I don't think they understood the assignment. Although I will say, um, I love the Bengals. Like I think it's a really great mascot slash team slash. I had a similar thought when I was looking back at all of the teams in the NFL. Yeah, and thinking about the Bengals in Cincinnati. I had the same thought with the Carolina Panthers, Aha. who were one of my teams, where I was like, huh, why are the Carolina Panthers the Carolina Panthers? And I can now tell you, uh, more literally, which I had no idea, um, the Panthers were a prevalent North and South Carolina team, or or animal, oh my God, has one sip of beer. Um, that might've been two or three sips of beer, but it's okay. We forgive you. It feels like a million. Uh, the Panthers were prevalent in the Carolinas before they went extinct in the 20th century, which is wild. So there were Panthers in actual Carolinas and, um, the owner of the Panthers, Jerry Richardson, was wanting the dominant color of the team because these Panthers were in the Carolinas in the 20th century. He wanted the team colors to be the same as Panthers, black. And so... I like his style um, there. His son, in 1995, his son Mark said, uh, it's a name our family thought signifies what we thought a team should be. Powerful, sleek, and strong. I was like, that's pretty... I do think when... I remember when Cam Newton obviously was on the Panthers. I thought, you know, powerful, sleek, strong. That's the vibe that I got. They're like silver and blue and black. And I just I just think it's a cool team. I, I agree with all of those things. I love that it actually has like, you know, some sort of like significance, you know, behind it. I do agree uh -huh. about all those things about what a Panther is and and like feels like but it is it's another one of those like funny random ones i i legitimately had no idea that like there was any sort of panther that ever Panthers like in, in the carolinas i definitely didn't know that was a thing i can hear also like your dog speaking of a, speaking a, of black panthers aka black dog <laughs> i think he heard like you say years. i think he heard you say that it should be powerful sleek and strong and he's like that's me and i'm also black <laughs> like could have been could have been the carolina labradors but you know what i don't think that would have sounded as cool uh well anyway i thought the the panthers were pretty cool 
Um, let's see. I'm going to kick it back your way because I feel like there are other teams that you wanted to talk about too. All right, let's see here. Of course, I'm going to pick the Patriots because, of course, you know, we talk New England Patriots fighting. We get it. It all makes sense, Civil War. But, of course, I wanted to, you know, dig into it a little Mm -hmm. bit deeper. And it seems as though this, again, this seems to be an interesting trend now between the Bengals and the Patriots um, where the owner at the time, Billy uh, Billy Sullivan, actually asked the public for suggestions for a nickname after he bought the rights to an AFL um, team in Boston in 1959. Oh, a lot of people seem to be doing that. Like it's polling like the audience. Yeah, yeah. Po- polling the audience. Um, it's it, There was a panel of sports writers um, selected, um, and they actually chose the word Patriots from the submissions. There were 74 different people that suggested Patriots. Um, everyone was asked to submit a hundred words on why they picked those names. So it wasn't just like write a name down and we'll choose from it. Like you had to explain why you picked that name, which that's smart. If you're going to go out and crowdsource, you can't just have names or like words on a piece of paper and then just decide Mm -hmm. to name a football team. So there was an assignment, hundred words on why, um, they, they wanted it. And uh, they they said that the name was considered a good fit as a way to honor Boston's role in the founding of the nation. So again, like similar to what I thought, uh, they originally called the Boston Patriots until 1971. Um, Sullivan uh, changed the name after moving the team to Foxborough. New England was actually his second choice. Um, but here you are. It all it does make sense, and especially because you went out to like people that were right, whatever. But it, you know. It has cultural and geographical, I guess, almost significance for the Patriots, yeah. which I kind of knew, but it's always interesting to see where it started. Yeah, it's very, I mean, all right, I don't know about you. I know that I went to a school where we also had a rebrand. Now that you were talking about the Patriots, I was like, oh, this reminds me so much of college because in college, we had a similar assignment. We were rebranding our mascot and they needed a mascot name yeah and they made us submit (laughs) reasons like a hundred words on why we would actually choose that mascot so this feels very familiar to me interesting interesting Mm -hmm. all right yes all right well there you go that is that is the patriots now, if you're going to talk about the Patriots, uh-huh. I would like to please talk about the Titans real okay. quick. Okay, all right. Because if you're going to talk about your team, I want to talk about my team. I mean, go um, for it. So, do you know the origin story of the mascot before, or team name mascot, before we were the Titans? Do you know? The Oilers? Yes. Right? Michelle, yes. Yeah, so wait, it was, so like Houston was the Houston Oilers, but now Houston has the Texans and then Tennessee, did Tennessee keep Oilers? Were they the Tennessee Oilers ever? That is exactly right. Oh, I don't even think I realized that. Yeah. Okay, okay, interesting. I do know Houston Oilers. Okay, Mm -hmm. got it. So I can pick it up from there. So basically... When the Houston Oilers moved to Tennessee, uh, they maintained the name the Tennessee Oilers for two seasons. And the reason they did that I is because, that. yeah, in Houston, obviously it's an oiling town, yeah. lots of fracking, and uh, they kept it when they moved to Nashville. 
And uh, the team owner, Bud Adams, was originally, after they moved to Nashville, they had to rebrand. And they yeah. were like, we can't be the Oilers forever. That doesn't yeah. make sense. We're not a fracking town. Um, they wanted to rename themselves the Pioneers, which I think is really weak, actually. So I'm glad that Interesting. Um, they Interesting. didn't do that. But who knows? Okay. And Bud Adams had appointed an advisory committee to decide on a new name yet again that better connected with nashville because we're not oiling yep and again uh fans requests were considered to change the name uh they wanted the team and i kind of love this because i was also a mythology minor in college of course Um, you were of course so The Titans resonates with me. That's why they're my favorite team among many reasons. But they wanted it to reflect power, strength, leadership, and heroic qualities. So what is better than the Titans? And uh, they nicknamed themselves the Athens. I mean, Nashville is nicknamed the Athens of the South. Sure, sure. Athens being a Greek city. Yep. It made sense to parlay that into the Titans. Who? New. That is so. I didn't even know that Nashville was considered the Athens of the South. Well, it's known to be the Athens of the South because of the amount of colleges, the classical architecture. There's a replica of the Pantheon, and wow. so in 1999 they got named the Titans. I love that story because I really, truly didn't realize that Tennessee moved over with the name Oilers. Like, I didn't know that they ever went by the Oilers. I always remember the Houston Oilers. I know, but still, those two, like, I always think of the Houston Oilers. I never even realized that Tennessee kept that name for two years. They did. Huh. The more you know. The more you know. The more you know. All right, teach me now. What's next? Okay. Um, The last team that I was going to talk about is the Buffalo Bills. Cool. Um, so interestingly enough, uh, when the team was part of the All-American Football Conference in 1946, they were originally called the Bisons. They were originally the Buffalo Bisons, but after only one year, the owner held a contest. Here we go. There's a common Mm -hmm. theme here. Held a contest to rename the team for the next season in 1947. Um, the winner, his name was James F. Dyson. He won $500 for writing an essay comparing the football team to a band of Buffalo Bills. And the reference that he was using was William Buffalo Bill Cody, who used to, like, perform shows. You probably have heard of, like, Buffalo Bills, Wild West. Like, you never heard of that? I feel like it rings a bell. It rings a bell, yeah. Yeah. So he kind of compared the team to the to to Buffalo Bill like as like the the character yeah, Buffalo Bill he won the $500 they renamed the team um and as of the 1947 season they were called the Buffalo Bills really see it's funny because yeah it's okay so bison makes sense like upstate new york animals like that and so i just kind of assumed that a bill was like the same thing I honestly, as you were talking through this, my actually now I sound grinding. like an, yeah. Now I think I sound like an no. You idiot. don't. You don't. No, you don't. Because I am just thinking to myself in real time for the first time ever that are Bills actual Bison's like no now no. It's just Buffalo Bill. 
It's well, Buffalo Bill and their mascot slash helmets have, have bison I was going to say, so they ke- they kept the sort of mascot, if you will, as a bison, but they're the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bill reference is about wild Buffalo Bill Cody. But they, that, like, I, I literally never even thought about that until I'm saying it. Like, I'm just like, oh, Bill is like a a bison too all right oh my god here's a lost art oh my god by the way two minute warning because clearly like this beer has gone straight to my head two minute warning. well i'm just gonna while you're having your beer i'm gonna make my own observation what happened to people's wacky nicknames why am i not (laughs) kate microphone queen walsh like why does william buffalo bill cody you know what's going on here you very well could be if if you would like to be. I mean, like, we can give you a nickname if you I'm want. I'm just saying. Something has happened to the lost art of nicknames. Just, but... Okay, just while we're talking about this. Buffalo Bill, an American soldier. William, yep. okay, like, known as Buffalo Bill, an American uh-huh. soldier, bison hunter, and showman. Known this for perfect. Known for Buffalo Bill's Wild West shows. And also the inspiration for... The Buffalo Bills football team. Crazy. I gotta say, James F. Dyson, the person who penned this edict, deserved every dollar of that five hundred dollars. Yeah, damn in right. Winning that competition. I hope he got some. Ro- their- I hope he got some royalties after that. Nineteen forty-seven. I hope there were royalties at that point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kate, bring us home. Who's the last team you want to talk through? I mean, clearly we could go on and on and on, but you know what? 32 teams and 32 backgrounds would be a 14-hour show, and nobody has time for that, let's be honest. There is one, but one team that probably needs a pick-me-up this season, and uh, <laughs> that's going to be uh, pulling up the rear as usual. It's the Detroit Lions. Um, I like the Lions. My family is from Detroit. What? And, well... From Michigan, Michigan. Okay. So, not Detroit, but around this, Detroit metro area, okay, within got it. forty-five minutes of Detroit. Okay. And so, I have always liked the Lions. I've been curious about how they became the Lions, and I thought this was cool. So, in nineteen thirty-four, this Whoa. is an old franchise, it's an oldie, oldie. right? Yeah. They moved. The Lions moved from Portsmouth, Ohio, because Ohio to Detroit. Ohio didn't need any more football teams. They got enough. No, they got enough. They had to branch out because right. Mr. Mr. Brown moved into Cincinnati and into Cleveland. <laughs> um, but they moved to Detroit after being bought by uh, a Motown radio exec. Wow. George A. Richards. When music and meets sports. Isn't that cool? I like that. So they, they moved over. They were the new guys in town. And uh, they wanted to make sure that they were like in synergy with the baseball team, the Tigers, okay. yeah. who yeah. were already founded there. And so they settled on being the Lions. Ah. But what I thought was cooler than this and a little bit like a Siegfried and Roy type show yeah. is when they got to Detroit, the Detroit Zoo director, whose name was John Millen, <laughs> gave the Lions two lion cubs and they named them Grid and Iron. Oh, my God. And the Lion Cubs went to every game. That's I don't know if like it's it's so cute and also inhumane at the <laughs> same time. Yes, like, a I don't know bit. how to feel. I hope they fed Grid and Iron very well and treated them nicely, which I'm sure they did. That is such an interesting. See, because the Lions and the Tigers, that's those are two other ones that you're like Detroit. 
Yeah. Michigan? Exactly. There ain't no lions or tigers there. Why is that their no. name? Well, now we know. And now we know. Oh my God, grit and iron. How cute. I thought it was very cute. And this is like, again, scratching the surface. There's still 32 minus six teams. 26, if I can do <laughs> math. Um, 26, is that right? That's not... That's right. Okay, um, whatever. Yeah, um, well, however many, we have had enough beers and cannot do math. But in any case, um, there are 26 teams who also have really cool backstories. So no disrespect to the other 26, but these were six really cool ones, I thought. I agree. Super cool to know uh, about the background here. If anyone is interested, there's an excellent ESPN article that breaks down more teams for mm-hmm. you. Um, but we just chose some of our favorites, and now I feel enlightened and uh, educated. Well, I think, Michelle, it may be time to wrap this, sh- get this show on the road and move on to the end of the week, huh? I think it's time. Cheers to you. Cheers to everyone listening. We're back. And as I said at the top of the show, every Drafts on Drafts from the rest from here till football season is going to be about football because it's yes. time to get your head in football mode that is right so we will see all of you and your earballs on monday morning we drop at 8 a.m eastern and we'll have a brand new show ready for you on monday morning to greet you so have a good weekend everybody enjoy these team history stories and we'll see you on monday cheers